0: Everyone, good morning. Welcome in. It's Tarot Tuesday. It looks like from all of these comments, you guys, amazing that this is like absolutely everybody's favorite day. And welcome back.
1: (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. This is always such a highlight of my month. And I see everyone else is happy to be here too. As we were going through the intro, I was looking at all the comments and I was like, okay, we said ask ahead and they heard. Yes, wow. you guys,
0: thanks for coming on in. I love it so very much. And uh, welcome in to the Buddhist Biohacker. And again, I'll just say it's Thoreau Tuesday featuring the lovely and beautiful Marlena Leonard over here to my right, Thank which is you. really my left on screen because it's all backwards in here. And I want to say <laughs> All the members. I see Eileen is a new member and I love you, Eileen. And I'm um, so glad to see you here. And for everybody who wonders what this is all about, I have a new YouTube membership community. This is like part of being a YouTuber. I'm learning all about it, Marlena. I don't know if you've looked at this yet, but we have our own emojis, So it's super fun. So the four so emojis, cute. I know. So the four emojis, I, I designed them myself, and you get those. I think it's $2.99 a month or something for the emojis. But um, there's a, a really cute tornado for spinning. So if you're spinning, mm-hmm. thinking, I have this little person making a shadow bird for shadow work if you need to do your shadow work. Um, I have a little witch hat if you're feeling magical. Um, and then I forget what's my other one. Oh, awareness. I have this little Buddha who is awareness. Like if you're realizing something, there's hope with her. So that's really cute. And then, um, the second level of the membership, I'm going to be doing a brand new thing here on YouTube. So for members only, they're going to have a monthly live stream, Marlena, and I'm going to be doing these live streams. It's I'm calling it interdimensional mediumship. So Ooh. I'm actually going to be talking to off planet beings. I'm going to be speaking to your loved ones. I'm going to be channeling and that'll be a two hour special every month for the second level of membership. So I'm going to be posting that soon here in the next week or two. So I'm pretty excited about that too. Isn't that fun?
1: Yes, that's amazing. God, look at all these questions. Yeah. Good, grief. Okay, Tana, yes, you, you you can ask a question, Tana. I see she's new here. We can yes, see your comments. Awesome
0: questions, you guys. Um Marlena and I have our cards. What cards are you using today, Marlena?
1: I'm using my trusty light seekers and Ooh. my hero's journey dream oracle. Got my I right love away to people a-
0: have bought your decks that are in Ajatakasha in the app. He's <laughs> like posting all their new decks. I'm using Ethereal Visions which oh, my yeah. husband bought for me, which is so beautiful. And I'm actually gonna use my aboriginal goddess oracle today too. I'm just Ooh. really feeling her. This is my um, aboriginal painting I did. Love so, it. So I'm super into this right now. So yeah, so, yeah, so hi it. everybody. So, oh my gosh, where where do we even start? I wanna look at everyone's comments. So again, you guys yeah. can ask your questions. Um, let's see, Karen, see, I'll do Karen's career reading. And thank you, Karen, um, taking time for myself for sure. Um, you know, funny thing, balancing what spirit wants you to do and what is doable. And they always find a way to support you to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. definitely time for me to recalibrate. So that's what I'm doing. So thank you, Karen. So I'll do Karen's. Let's see, I'm gonna use my go- my goddess Aboriginal for Karen.
1: And I'll pull for Gina. Okay. All right. I see she's shoveling, so she won't chat respond, but okay. I'll see your reading soon.
0: Ooh, well, Karen, a card just flew right out. Oh, I love it too. I love it, Karen. So this is the Buddha. Ooh, it's so pretty. And it's white, which is for the crown chakra. So, this is the upper part of the head. And, you know, we know the Buddha is all about self realization. Um, I'm going to pull up this little meaning, but then I'm going to pull some info for you too. So the message of the card, Karen says, you will not find the answers you are looking for whilst you remain in the same situation. Your inner wisdom provides you with a glimpse of the world and opportunities beyond this situation. Find the courage to step away and seek the great knowledge that is within your reach. As a result of your courageous efforts, Changes will inevitably occur, which make you uncomfortable for a while. However, this discomfort will be quickly replaced with the clarity you have been searching for. The answers you have been seeking will all become abundantly clear within days of the changes taking place. So, wow. Your question was, is it in the highest good to stay where you are or try something new? So the message itself of the card really feels like it might be uncomfortable to try something new, but it's going to be worth it if you do. That's kind of the the message from the card. So let me just look at this and let me see what I get for you, Karen. Oh, I see this. Look at the pretty, like the little flower down here. That's really mm. jumping out to me. And you know, when I look at this little pink flower, Karen, it's like you have this, you know, beautiful feminine energy and this, this spiritual connection and this awareness. And, you know, because that's opening up, for some reason, I see this flower opening up because it's opening up for you. It's becoming more and more clear that the industry you're in is not aligned with your higher self and your beliefs and your path and your purpose. So it's pushing you to make a change. And I would say short answer is yes, try something new. But the long answer is bring your awareness into your current work situation. So find a way to be present, to bring your own spirituality into the the work and the industry that you're in um, while you're preparing to make the transition. Because you're actually, I feel like you're bringing, what I'm getting is you're bringing healing to the people around you there into that workspace there. And so it's important that you're there. Um, And it feels like there's a transition. I don't feel like it's black and white, like you leave and you go to the next thing. It feels like there's a little bit of overlap or transition before you try something new. But I would also, whatever you're trying new, it feels like that's a little unclear for you perhaps. And so what I would say is really sit with yourself, sit with this Buddha energy and get into that high self And ask the high self, what is it that what are the qualities that align me, you know, that align with me for a job? You know, what are those qualities? Because those qualities are going to bring a job to you rather than you searching, searching. Sometimes when we search for jobs that feel better, we end up really just escaping to the same situation, even if it sounds better. So it's better to do the inner work in the job that you're in or in the industry that you're in while you make the transition and really draw to you what's for your highest good. So you're not just jumping ships, so to speak. So that would be my recommendation. I do think you're going to try something new, though. Um, So that's what I get for you. All right. Did I freeze? Oh,
1: I was wondering if it was my internet. You you did oh. freeze up a little bit, but it, I think you were still able to hear everything. So okay, I figured, good. I think that was fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's awesome. So Gina, I pulled a couple of cards for you, and I really love this message. It's to me, it's a very clear message. Um, your first card was the moon. So, you know, there could be a little bit of anxiety going on in your situation right now or uncertainty, fear of the unknown, fear of what you can't see um, when you think you're seeing a situation but you're not really sure what's on the other side of it. And that that fear-based decision-making may be blocking some progress for you because this is the Eight of Wands reversed. And so it could just be that right now because there's this kind of hesitance to move forward, there's a little bit of, uh, you know, some clogging in the pipes that if you were to free that up, things could really get moving. Like there's potential for progress to be made quickly and for the ball to really get rolling and for your ideas to travel far, like for your intentions to, to go far, but it's kind of like you have to cast those seeds into the wind and obviously believe in them first. And what I think is really interesting about this is your hero's journey card that you got was in the castle of dreams. So I think, so in this moon situation, even if what you're feeling isn't like generalized anxiety, there's a little bit of you holding yourself back because you're kind of anxious that dreaming isn't possible for you, that this is just something that, you know, it's not in the cards for me this isn't what I was really meant for. And this card is really reminding you to literally dream big, to allow your living life to be as expansive as your dream life and and to really believe that anything is possible for you to the point where the mantra for this card is i use my entire palette and paint with broad strokes as i participate vividly in life and so it's really advising you not to mute your journey with just having the fear of what might tur- you know what might and might not work Because this Eight of Wands energy is in your arena right now. So there is a lot of momentous energy behind you right now. If you were to believe in this like passion project or even just put the idea out there, start fully believing in the possibility of it. And it's going to travel far and people will hear about it and possibly want to help you. But it's just a little blocked up right now because in many situations, you know, people can kind of tell if you don't believe in something and so, especially if you don't believe in yourself at the moment, and it's just that advice to, you know, if it can happen to somebody else, why can't it happen to you? Why, why can't you, you paint in full color? There's no need for you to be using muted tones. And so you can really see that represented in this card as well. I mean, they're two different decks, but it's interesting that they're advising you to use all of your colors. And the, the energy that you have in your space right now is such a colorful energy. You just have to let it come out and be itself. So really working on right now the, the kinds of doubts and, and kind of unsubstantiated fears that you have and working through them. And instead of seeing them as things that are impossible, recognizing that it might be a little bit of self-preservation, that you're a little scared to, to reach out or risk because you don't want to hurt your feelings when it doesn't work out. There's no reason that, it, that things can't work out for you. So really allowing yourself to believe in the possible and believe in the fantastic life that you could be having. You know, we're talking about spiraling. by spiraling up sometimes. When you find yourself feeling blocked or scared of progress, which a lot of us do get scared, allow yourself to spiral up. Like what if something amazing happens, right? What if I can handle it? What if I do learn this thing quickly? You know, if you don't know everything, if you feel like you have a little bit of imposter syndrome, because that could also be with the moon going on, you feel like you're wearing a mask. No one's expecting you to know everything because nobody knows everything. So just allow yourself to spiral up and be like, well, what if I'm a fast learner? That would be awesome. My ideas get spread around people like me and they're willing to help me. So allow yourself to think positively and really get your ideas out there and and do so with enthusiasm. And people are going to recognize the energy of your intention and they're going to want to help you carry it further. But you got to kind of wake up to the fact that
0: that's possible for you
1: first. I hope that makes sense, Gina. I know she can't type a response, but I hope that makes sense.
0: I love it, I love it. And I looked at Renee, Renee from Pagosa Springs, welcome in, said, I would love a general card poll. And the card I pulled was Horus. And you can see it's nice and blue. That's your throat chakra mm-hmm. energy. Horus is an Egyptian sun god. He is the bird, right? His father was Osiris and his mother was Isis. So that's where um, Horus comes from. Okay, so this card's message, is about taking on everybody else's crap. And, you know, it says having the powers to protect comes with a lot of responsibility. When people you love need protection, it's natural to step into that role. But what Horace is asking you to do is to let it go and let them find their own way out of the situation. And, you know, this is so much what we do as healers and empaths. I mean, really, look, this matches my mandala.
1: I, I was looking at that.
0: <laughs> but, you know, as healers and empaths and, and, and all of those things, the codependent nature we have is we want to take on everybody else's stuff, which is why we get stressed and burdened and tired and sick and all those things. And so, you know, Renee, your message today is to let go of other people's baggage and to come into your own space. And, you know, they do say it, you know, they say people have to hit rock bottom, but the real the real message behind that is, it, if you take on their lesson, then they don't have the opportunity to purify their own karma and to heal their own selves. And so sometimes, you know, we, we think we're healing them, but we're actually just taking away their catalyst for ascension.
1: Enabling. But
0: yeah. So we have to remember, like, this is their catalyst moment. And sometimes you're a catalyst, you know, in, in the vows of the, the Bodhisattva vows in the Bodhicitta by Shanti Geva, he says, may every being that interacts with me, even if it's negative, be their source of awakening. And I think remember that you letting go of their burden may actually be what helps them to awaken and find a different part of themselves they didn't see before. So there's your message, Burnett.
1: I love that. Me too. Was that Burnett? That was for Burnett or Renee? Burnett.
0: Oh no, Renee. Okay. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Renee. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at Burnett's name. <laughs> yeah. So I
1: pulled a card for Brunette. Um, it's weird. It's the new cool. And, you know, I love this card. And she's asking for a message from her angels and guides. And I always love this card as a message in general, because I feel like especially when we're kind of writing this, if you're new to, to being awakened or if you, especially if you've always been awakened, actually, um, you go through these experiences growing up where because you're in tune, people are like, that's weird. You're kind of weird. Like, you know, you shouldn't say that out loud. What do you mean you see things? You know, it's it's kind of an alienating experience. And so this card is a reminder from your angels and guides, weird is the new cool. So the message is, you've had a golden experience, one which seems impossible to describe, yet be reminded of the biblical phrase to the one in whom much has been given, much is expected. It is your sacred duty to find the words or at least the symbols and courage to express them to your tribe and to the parts of yourself that didn't go on this adventure. If you're called strange or odd behind your back, then so be it. Weird is a mantle to wear proudly because in being true to yourself, you might inspire someone else to be more of themselves. When you peer outside the confines of the ordinary world, you encourage others to recognize there is joy in being themselves. The word weird comes from the old English weird, which means fate, chance, fortune, destiny, and one who stands in both worlds. Be emboldened to be your weird self, for it is the weird ones who bring forward noteworthy contributions. And the mantra is, I validate my uniqueness as soul gold. As I share, the treasure is multiplied. And it's related to this stage of resurrection in the hero's journey. So, you know, you've gone through this really broad, expansive experience that, you know, transforms you. And there are definitely elements of yourself that have you know, been lost along the way, or maybe you've you've intentionally rested them down and it's like, that's not who I am anymore. I've been reborn or, you know, I've evolved. And it's really allowing yourself to recognize the changes and embrace them, not find them as something that you're afraid of what other people will think of of them. Like just really fully being like, this is me now. I am resurrected as my full intentional self. And your guides and your angels really want you to embrace it because the more you embrace it, the easier it's going to be for them to connect with you. Because about being weird about what other people think about us, we kind of, not only do we censor ourselves, but we end up censoring a lot of the intuitive messages that we're getting through because realize everything. And it, it would be weird if I was psychic. So that, that wasn't psychic just now, that was coincidence. And then it, it just becomes harder for you to you know realize how often they're trying to communicate. And so they really want you to lean into the parts of yourself that you've kind of felt um, ridiculed for in the past and just love them fully. Because the more you fully embody your truth, the easier it's going to be for them to communicate with you and to help you.
0: Love it. Love it. And uh, Hope and Jen Nyberg, you guys both wrote your comments at 11.11. So I just wanted to point that out because I thought that was pretty cool. Um, But I actually looked at Jackie's question. She said she's still looking for a job and wants some help with that. So I went ahead and pulled cards for her. And Jackie, the card that I pulled for you is the Hermit. It's, there we go. It's hard to see on this thing because these are so light, but they're so beautiful. They beautiful. really are. You know, the thing about the Hermit is I feel like first off, from a very just basic prediction standpoint, it looks like you're, you are going to be out of a job for a while longer. The Hermit is definitely a quiet card. It's not a lot of action. So that's one thing to keep in mind. It's also the number nine, so it could be that you go nine months without a job. So I would look at when you were laid off last year and count up the months and see where the nine months hits, because I'd be curious what that date was, um, because that could be the case as well. Um, but here's what I get for you. You know, the hermit's about going within, introspection. You know, looking at your own truth, self inquiry, self reflection, all of those things. But you know what the hermit also is is about wisdom. And it makes me think about, you know, you wanting to go back to school. And it feels like that energy is still there and it's kind of pressing on you, like actually you're meant to go back to school and there's ways to get supported financially to be able to do that. So if you stopped looking at that, I maybe would take that back out during this time and take a look at it because it feels to me like going back to school might actually be what's happening. And that's why there's such a delay in finding like a regular job because you're actually really are supposed to make the change that you want to make. So I would really look at that. I feel like there's support behind that. And I feel like that's part of what the hermit's asking you to do.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. I was, I was actually thinking that when, when you pulled the card, I was like, yeah, there's, there's some, some learning in there that might inspire your direction, you know? Totally.
0: Oh, I know that we're on the same page. That's awesome. Yeah. When
1: you started talking about school, I was like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. All right.
1: Hope wanted uh, a reading to point her in the right direction in all areas of her life. And I can see how this would be something that would apply to all areas of your life, Hope. So the first one, the first card you got is There's No Place Like Home. And so the message is, snuggle into the peace, calm, and simplicity of the present moment. So many miraculous moments happen throughout each day that are worthy of drop-to-your-knee's awe. Sunsets, sunrises, the sound of your loved one's breath as they sleep, a hot shower in the morning, a cool glass of water, the ability to hug the ones you love, the list of miracles goes on and on. On your hero's journey, you will find travel far from home, if only in your mind. But you will never forget your roots and your gratitude for all which nurtures, feeds, and grounds you. And so the mantra is, I allow my senses to indulge in the nectar of gratitude for my home sweet home. And the dream symbol is home. So home is symbolic of the place we strive to return to. And so I know that you're trying to get some some advice on heading into the right direction. And again, I I have a couple of other cards that I'm going to talk about. But just right off the bat there's having that increasing your awareness of the present moment and increasing your really gratitude for, for the simplicity in life as, as mundane as that may sound. I'm a huge fan of everyday magic and the just, you know, feeling a breeze go by and being like, Oh my goodness, being alive is really cool. And so really nestling into that um, present moment and gratitude for the present. And if you don't feel that way, because I know it's hard to feel that way 24 seven, Um, really focusing on creating that space within yourself, kind of, Um, creating that home base within yourself and grounding yourself from there. So I used to do an exercise where, you know, you can find meditation music all across YouTube. Um, And I really decided I was going to visualize this like meditation cottage, right? And I I decided, okay, it's on an island, and there's a cottage. And you know, there, there are lots of water over here and over there. And really taking that time to slow down and just imagine this place and it's a safe place. And then I would go into the cottage and then I would meditate within that cottage. You know what I mean? It's really, it's really far-fetched and really involved, but it's that element of if you're not feeling happy where you are right now, which, you know, not everybody is, and that's fine, taking the time to create that kind of safe space for yourself and allowing yourself to ground yourself from that space so that at least when you're, you're trying to find this kind of break, this pause, this ability to kind of enjoy the present, that you can have that kind of separation, um, compartmentalizing, right? And being able to go over there and say, okay, this is safe. This is mine. Okay. And then as for pointing you in the right direction, there are a couple of things going on that I feel are more like the social elements of your life. I'm not sure if it's a work situation, or if it's like a roommate situation, but you got the five of wands reversed. So there's an imbalance going on with um, communication, with intention, with voices being heard. And it's kind of like right now, things seem a little bit chaotic. And the advice here is to try to kind of write this and doing that by instead of getting caught up in in the rush with everybody else right instead of also trying to be the loudest one in the room when everyone's screaming whether that's literally if you have a, a tumultuous you know work situation or if it's just that, you know you're trying to make a product and you feel like nobody sees your product but they see everyone else's instead of trying to to do the same thing that everyone else is doing to be seen allowing yourself to say okay well if everyone's shouting about how they're the best artist i'm not going to shout about it I'm just going to draw something and then I'm going to hold up my painting and I'm just going to let my painting speak for itself because everyone else is shouting, but someone's going to turn around and go, wow. So allowing yourself, if you've been feeling, you know, ignored, not heard, or, you know, like people are trying to steal your ideas or anything, slowing down and regrouping and saying, okay, I don't need to go in the same direction as everyone else. I don't need to follow the crowd to get to the same destination. I might, there might be a better way for me, you know, some people drive, some people fly. If, if there's traffic on the highway, I don't need to drive, you know, I'll just I'll get a plane. And thinking of it that way and allowing yourself then to not feel frustrated by what's happening, because if that's going on, if you're feeling like you're treading water, you're probably just not in the right method for what you're trying to do or in the right uh, environment for what you're trying to do. And that's okay, that's fine. And the other element here is death and rebirth, right? So recognizing when you're in this space and it's like, all right, time to let this go, time to move on, time to realize when something needs to be released. And I love that in this deck, it's death and rebirth because with every ending, there's a new beginning. It's like you have to finish one chapter to let the next one start. And that's really what's going on here in that you can release this this kind of really pressure, almost compression feeling that's going on because when you allow that, that's not working to be released, you create room for something that will work, that will create a new chapter to be born. But you have to, it's like you have to clear the table first before you bring the next meal, right? And that's kind of what's going on right now. So allowing yourself to get present first, and that's why it's important that you get to this space first because you really want to be able to see what's going on here. And you can't really see what's going on if you're still in that kind of like rat race with everybody else you have to be the first one to go okay this isn't this isn't working where do i want to be and what can i build from here and that's your advice that was clear
0: love it yeah. all right so jen jen was asking about her business when is it going to pick up and what should she be focusing on and you've got a nice direct message over here for sure <laughs> so i pulled three cards for you jen and The numbers are five, seven, and eight. So from just a time telling perspective, I would say May and July and August are going to be nice big months for you this month. And hopefully I'm not freezing because my internet's a little wonky today. No, you're fine. You're not frozen right now. Okay, good. So, yeah, so I would say put a star by May and put a star by July and August. I think those are going to be good months for you. Now, what's interesting is the five and the seven are both the five and the seven of swords. And these two cards pretty much mean the same thing, which means you're overthinking, fighting against the stream. Everybody's fighting, but no one really has to. This guy could step, well, this guy here could step right over those ones. He doesn't mean to fight them down. These guys are supposedly play fighting. So this is all about we push and we push and we push against stream. And sometimes you have to just completely let go. Um, And so I would say if you're you're being aggressive with your business, and I'm guessing you are because you're a passionate woman, I think let that go and just do what parts of it you love for a few days and see how that feels and see what kind of flow comes in because it feels like Maybe there's a pushing too hard, and it's about kind of letting things flow a little bit. You know, whatever seeds you've planted, you've got to let them grow. We can't force them to grow. You're also about the Eight of Swords, so I feel like you're a little bit stuck um, or feeling stuck. And again, this is also about letting go because here's what happens. When we actually take time off or we let go or we take the day off and we go clean our house or we go do something else, Every single time we have new ideas, right? New ideas, new things coming to the forefront, new things happening. So I would say the next two months are gonna be tricky because you wanna like be you know, focused and aggressive but you also have to let things go. So you have to find a balance with that for the rest of March and April. I think things are really gonna pick up in May and feel really good when you get to the month of May. And I think if you can step out for a day, do it, take the time off, give yourself permission and give yourself a break because I think right now all the energy, those three cards is like tangled energy. It's like tangled up and locked and you've got to let that go. It's kind of like all the branches built up in the, the creek and now it's blocked Ooh. and really you just need one to break loose so it can all flow. And that's how I feel and what I see energetically for you, Jen, I also have a really good idea that came to me yesterday. So maybe give me a quick call if you can, after this live is over, give me about 15 minutes after the live is over and then call me. Um, Jen says um, she's decided to stop doing what everyone else is doing. Yeah, totally. Like you got to be you and let all the other stuff go because it's all different. But yeah, I do have an idea too. So call me later. Call me, call me 15 minutes after this is done. (laughs)
1: So I see. Um, I think her name is Tana and Brittany. Guys, we can see you guys, but what's happening is we're going in order of who asked the question. So we're not ignoring the YouTube comments. It's just we're going in order of who asked them. So if we haven't gotten to yours yet, it's just that that was your place in the queue. But we're not we're not ignoring you guys. It's just hard to to talk and read to everyone at the same time. Yeah. The problem is we we can, we can see your messages. It's just we're going in order. That's all.
0: Yes, I'm glad that All you shared that. Right. Yeah, guys, we have we have both YouTube channels' messages coming in at once. So it, that's what the deal is there. So we see you, and we're getting there. We're, we're, we're not ignoring We're going through the comments <laughs> right now. All
1: yeah. right. Okay, so Michelle was asking, good morning from Idaho. Hello, Idaho. Yeah. Um, I would love a reading on what's standing in the way of finding my desired in-person community of high vibrational friends. Okay, so I pulled a few cards for you, Michelle. The first one you got was the Knight of Swords. And I feel like this is a really interesting card when I'm describing it to people. I always say it's kind of like the young lawyer. When you see the young lawyer in TV shows is really excited to prove themselves in a situation like they want to get that first case and they want to get up. They want to be heard in the courtroom like they want everyone to know that I'm really good at my job. I know the law and I'm going to be the hotshot lawyer. Right. And that's admirable. That's ambition. That's that's awesome. But on the negative side, if it's not quite balanced, you can end up with a little bit of either cockiness or on the flip side, you end up with someone who's trying to prove themselves a lot. And it's, especially in a situation where you're looking for a community of high vibrational friends, you don't necessarily need to be coming from that situation of needing to prove yourself, right? And people can kind of feel when you're coming from that, please, please, please like me, please like me, please like me. And it's not necessary for you because that's the thing, especially with these young lawyers is, yeah, they're talented. You don't need to be constantly vying for the validation because you're already worth it. And the other card you got here was the nine of pentacles. So it's gonna also be about connecting to your own internal validation and leading from here, instead of leading from please choose me to be part. It's like thinking of it, instead of thinking of it as lunch tables at high school where you're like, please let me sit at your table. Please let me sit at your table. It's, It's not like that at all. And you don't need to be looking at it that way. Instead being like, I I love what I have going on. You're you're more excited about the lunch than who you're going to sit with. Think of it that way. And coming from that space, and it's just like your joy is going to attract people and be like, hey, you know, come sit with us. You look like fun. And it's going to be more of that kind of energy. And then also just reminding you with the five of cups that just because certain relationships or friendships or groups haven't worked out before, not to focus your energy so much on what hasn't worked out that you might miss what's around you at the moment. Um, that's kind of like available to you, but because you're so focused on what's happened in the past, what didn't work out, um, that you can miss that opportunity if you're not careful. And I also think it's really important to to mention that it takes everyone a little bit to find the right space for them. It's, it's totally normal for for it to take a moment to find that right click of friends, especially when you want, and I mean, I mean click as in merging together, not click as in high school click, um, but it takes a while especially when you really want that authentic genuinely supportive almost circle of people instead but definitely feeling the give yourself permission to come to it from a place of this is how I'm feeling I'm very happy in my own sacred space and I would like friends that as opposed to feeling like you need to chase that space because you already have that within you you just want people that you can share that experience with and understand that space So really just allowing yourself to see yourself as worthy of being in those groups. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
0: Love it. All right. Well, Sid was asking for a general poll on what you need to focus on most. And the card I pulled for you is connection. Look how pretty that is. Oh, lovely. Rainbow heart. And so, Sid, I get a few things. You said what to focus on most. I feel like this is about self-care and loving yourself. I feel like you've maybe given too much of your energy away and it's time to get connected to your own heart space. This is also about the divine feminine, really connecting to your feminine self and what that means, you know? Maybe you go get a facial or you do something for yourself that's nourishing you and who you are. This is also about judging yourself. So the focus here is really about love, connection to God's source, and loving yourself, releasing judgment of yourself, forgiving yourself, whatever that means for you, and connecting in. So there's your focus for the day, which is a lot. That's a lot right there.
1: Yeah, that really is. All right. But there's so much you can do with that. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful okay. card, for sure.
1: I love this. Gwen asked for any angel messages for her today. And the answer she got was the thin, thin veil. These, this artwork is just so beautiful in these cards. Oh, yeah, I love it. Mm, it's, it's let go and let glow. And the mantra yeah. is the awareness of the preciousness of life puts a gale force beneath my wings. And I think mm-hmm. that's beautiful that you asked for an angel message and that, you know, they're directly referencing your wings here. And so here is the message. There is a special relationship between death, dreams, and meditation. These states reside on the other side of the veil where perception widens and dimensions that are suddenly accessible and in plain view. When you firmly identify with the ordinary world of the tangible and three-dimensional, it makes sense to resist crossing through the veil because of its perceived association with loss, destruction, or annihilation. However, when you do journey back and forth across the veil, you carry multidimensional wisdom to the ordinary world to remind everyone that they too have access to this heavenly elixir. When tragedy strikes or a nightmare happens and you're capitulated from your comfy, cozy world across the veil and into the extraordinary realm, you no longer need to fight the transition. Rather be grateful for the opportunity to deepen and live into more of your potential. So they really want you to bring that awareness, right? That preciousness of life. and being aware with this whole thin, thin veil comment that you can get these messages from them yourself as well. Like they do send you direct messages (laughs) Mm -hmm. that you don't have to wait for permission from somebody else or you don't have to uh, necessarily wait for validation of the messages that you get coming through. Like they want you to be aware that, pay attention to your dreams, pay attention to the, the things that just pop into your head when you're meditating, that these are the kinds of ways that they know you're more receptive during these moments. Um, and just paying attention to, if you're not someone who gets like the most clear messages all the time, if you've been having some recurring themes in your dreams going on, it could be that situation going on where they're trying to speak to you thematically, if that makes sense. Um, and really making sure that they're being clear with you because they want you to know that they are nearby. They are nearby. It's a thin, thin veil and they're right there to help you. So that's their message for you, Gwen.
0: I love it. Well, Tamara was asking about a read on her song that she just finished. And I love it because the card I pulled was the Empress.
1: Oh, so right. Lord,
0: you know, the Empress, she's the ultimate creative divine mm-hmm. feminine goddess of course. And it also is about giving birth to something. So I would say you can't get a better card if you're asking about a song you just finished. So the read on it, I would say, is you've just given birth to something new, and it's going to grow and expand into all sorts of wonderful things. I mean, the thing about the Empress is it's blossoming. It's a garden. It's growing. You know, It's birth and renewal and all of those things. So I would say you have something there um, and something that's kicking off something brand new in your life. So I think it's really good. Yes. I love that. Me too.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's a definite big big person to have on your side when you're doing creative projects. <laughs> yes. Like if there was a muses card, you know, they'd be like, "Yeah, they they got your back." Yeah, <laughs> that's, totally. that's a pretty good, buddy. This is the ally you want in this situation. Yes. All right, Eileen wanted to know where she should place her focus. So let's see. interesting you also got there's no place like home so really and i this applies to a lot of people when we're feeling a little bit disoriented or unsure the answer is always to really slow down ground yourself get present and get present for more than two seconds right because what happens a lot of the time is that we kind of bring ourselves back to earth for about yeah 10 seconds and then the next thing you know we're thinking about okay what do i have to do at three o'clock oh, I was supposed to call so-and-so yesterday, or you're thinking into next month, or you're thinking about, you know, y- you immediately, it's like it's not a comfortable place for brain to be is right now. And what the work to do here is, is to focus on creating the, the awareness that instead of you're finding pressure in the present, that you find the, the opportunity in the present, the magic in the present, because any action that you take, any opportunity that arises comes from being present and being aware of what's going on around you. So that's the first thing would be to kind of reprogram your mindset toward really being in the room instead of being a little bit perhaps avoidant or um, dissociating with, you know, content or social media or something. Instead of scrolling, just being, right? And so the next card you got was the queen of pentacles. So again, that's kind of in the same vein of really wanting to ground and get in the present and prioritizing feelings of home and safety and kind of leaning into a little bit more of that, that earthy, um, really basic uh, comfort within yourself. And if you do have a business that you've been working on, seeing yourself as the queen of this business and seeing yourself as someone who can make solid, stable, uh, decisions. So what you want to be doing here if you are looking at something like starting a new business, don't rush yourself. Don't or don't expect your, yourself to be 5 years ahead of where you are right now. Allow yourself to focus on creating the strong roots, about creating this, the foundations, about making sure that your the bark of your tree grows strong and solid because the foundations are what is going to hold up your business or your project or you know the home that you're building. And that's really where you want to recognize yes you know the tops of trees are beautiful the flowers are beautiful but everything everything happens in the roots and really focusing on getting rooted yourself with your grounding and also making sure that you don't uh you don't sleep on the the roots of your life and allowing yourself the time to get those roots in order and just trust if i get my roots in order everything's gonna grow up better. And you just have to be a little bit patient with it because the queen of pentacles, it's not the most immediate instant gratification situation, but it's very rewarding and it's much more long lasting.
0: Cool. All right, Claire, you're up. <clears throat> you asked for a message for this week and said you're stressed. And I know you've had a lot going on and, you know, I love the card that I pulled cause it's blue chakra fairy which again, just matches my everything's matching
1: this
0: yeah. back here, you know, but um, blue chakra fairy is really all about the throat chakra. So as far as what to expect this week, or what to focus on, I would expect that it's time for you to speak up. And that this week is going to require you to speak your truth. Don't stuff it back or hold it in. Um, that's the expectation. I mean, that's what I get is the expectation is really about you being you vocally and speaking up and mm. standing up for yourself, standing up for your truth. This is not a time for internal conversation. This is a time to speak it out. And I think you're going to have to do that in your work, in your relationships, in everything that's happening. This is like a huge push of like, are you going to blow open the throat chakra or not? Um, I want to share what the card says here at the end. It says the time to talk is now, or you will miss an amazing opportunity where people will listen to what you have to say. As long as you're speaking what you believe, then it is your truth. It may not be what others believe, but it is your reality. And on this occasion, it will be shared by many who don't have the courage to speak out for themselves. That's super powerful. So there you go.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. All right. I think I'm going to go for Tana's question because she was asking if she could ask a question and she asked it further down. But um, she wanted to know about her love life this year. So I'm just going to pull, I already pulled a a Hero's Journey Oracle card for her. But I'm just going to pull a couple of uh, tarot cards because I think the card she got was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you asked if you're going to find love this year. And I definitely see romance in your, in your life going on this year, but let's see what it's gonna be like. Um, okay, so yeah. Um, really your, your Oracle card was make the grade with flying colors. Remember you signed up for this. And the mantra is, I chose these lessons and have all the answers I need to succeed. Sorry. And have all the answers I need to succeed. And the message is, when you're tested, confronted by an obstacle, or challenged by someone, tune into your favorite radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? Ask yourself what is right about the situation and how it might make you stronger.
0: Wait a minute. I have to stop you. Wait a minute. That must be a t-shirt. That must be a t-shirt in the Buddhist biohacker store. What was yeah. the video? Station? What? Hold on. That's too
1: W I I F M.
0: What's coming in soon it for to me? the Buddhist Biohacker Apparel Store? Yeah.
1: Oh my god, that's so
0: great. Okay.
1: I love it for a romance question though. Yeah. All right. So ask yourself what is right about the situation and how it might make you stronger. Look for the gift in the challenge and for the opportunity to put what you have learned to the test. When you look for the lesson and the blessing in a situation, you will always find it. You have a unique curriculum and you've co-created the aspects of your life that are testing you right now. So you can grow to your highest potential. You knew long ago that you would emerge through these trials brighter, better and wiser. Remember, you have access to the teacher's manual with all the answers to the problems you're being graded on. When you see yourself in everyone and everything, your defenses soften, your heart opens, and your learning curve is off the charts. From an alchemic perspective, you can transform your so-called enemies and challenges into divine opportunities for maximum awakening. And the dream symbol is school. And the reason why I'm saying it's going to be interesting to see, um, yeah, that it's gonna be interesting to see where these relationships go is that the hero's journey that this is related to is the road of trials, I think, which is, again, really interesting. Yeah, it's the road of trials. So it's it's perhaps going to be like the classic rom-com situation, but I think the beauty of what's going to happen this year is that it's really going to show you, or it's going to be an example, for you to show what you've learned. So the relationships that you've been in before, especially with this card, make the grade with with flying colors and, and your favorite radio station, WIIFM, if you've been that person in relationships before where it's like, you always come second and it's always like, how can I help you? How can we prioritize your journey? You know, I'm, I'm here to be your backbone. That's not, that's not what we're doing this year because you've learned that lesson already. You've learned what can happen if you constantly just allow yourself to play best supporting actress in in the the movie of someone else's life. And it's, it's now time that if you want to be in a successful, healthy relationship, of course there's compromise, but it doesn't happen from just you deciding to constantly be like, okay, you know, you're allowed to to ask yourself, does this relationship benefit me? And that really is also going to help you make good choices in who you're picking for your relationships, so that it's not just attraction based or something, that you really look and consider the situation and is, is there something in this that I can benefit from? Is this person a good partner? Um, are they nice to the waiter? Are they going to expect me to do everything for them? Are they looking for a mom instead of a girlfriend? You know, like these kinds of questions. And when you find yourself kind of in this uncertainty where you feel like you're drowning in this uncertainty where it's like, am I ever going to get to the surface? Is there ever going to be someone on the other side of this uncertainty? Really trusting yourself to believe in making these measured choices. And you can see these, I think you can see these angel wings going on. Mm -hmm. And the thing with temperance is that it's all about patience. So I think you're going to go through some of these lessons this year. But I think the actual journey to finding the right, like perfect right match for you is going to be as a result of the things that you learn this year. I'm not sure that it's necessarily going to be someone that you're dating this year, but it's going to be if you're making these choices, thinking further in the future. Right. So asking yourself would I want to be dealing with this person, this attitude, this situation five years from now, it's really cute right now. And I can laugh off that thing that they're doing right now or it seems quirky. Is it going to be funny? five, 10 years down the line, or it's just going to be disrespectful. You know what I mean? Like really asking yourself these questions because temperance, even though it's about patience, don't mistake patience for weakness and don't mistake something slow for something as, you know, not being powerful. Because if you're thinking about when people do chemistry experiments, you're using these powerful chemicals and that's why you're going slowly because you don't want to just be like, you know, haphazardly throwing things in the beaker or it's just going to blow up in your face. You wanna be slow and mindful because you're trying to create your right blend and you don't want it to blow up in your face, if that makes sense. And finally, you got the seven of wands. And I think it's really going to be important this year. You can see she's kind of got this force field around her. She's in this peaceful space, defending herself against these, these wands that are coming toward her. It's really going to be, like I said, this lesson in defending your ground in the things that you've learned already. So don't allow someone to come into your situation when you've already made this progress on boundaries that you're comfortable with. Don't allow them to sweet talk their way into being like, oh, but I could just do this one thing. Right. Like I could just push this one boundary because you're you're really you're not like anybody else. And you're really cool. And I just love how much you can, you know, allow yourself to maintain the boundaries that you've created because you've done this work. And someone who cares about you is not going to be constantly trying to use your boundaries like Plato right? And so really allowing yourself to stay in this, in this sacred safe space, because when you do meet the right person, they're going to be attracted to you because you have this, this really, what is the word? Integrity of, of this boundary going on around you, that you are really just certain in your choices. And in this space that you've created, they're going to be drawn to that, not because they want to take it down, but because they respect it. So you want to be waiting for the people who aren't trying to, 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 bully it away, but who admire it, okay? And so, yeah, that's that's probably what's going to be going on this year. I think there's gonna be a lot of learning and I think it's really going to lead you to having more clarity, which I feel is something that a lot of people struggle with when they're looking for the right person. I think it's a lot of the case that they're just not sure what they want in a partner. And so that makes it very difficult to find one. And you're gonna get a lot more clarity this year in what it is that you want and what you want out of a relationship in general, so. There you go, Tina.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Well, I pulled for Sarah. Sarah said she met someone, which is really exciting, <laughs> and yeah. wants to know about it. You got some heavy cards, Sarah. So, um, death. Okay, and the seven of swords. Okay, and here's the thing. So the death card is about complete change, right? So there is this idea or this potential of you meeting this person and. Your whole world changes because you're with this person, and you now have a relationship. I also know your backstory, and I think that part of this is speaking to the fact that you've lost your husband, you know, in the last year. And I think that that is going to influence the relationship because everything is changing. You know, you experience this loss, and now you're experiencing something new. The Seven of Swords. You know, he's looking over his shoulder. You know, he's often known as a sneak thief, but in this case, I wouldn't say that's what's going on. This is about you're trying to go forward, but you're still looking back, and that's why both of these speak to me about the past because you did have a husband that you loved, and then you left, left the planet. <laughs> you didn't just leave; you left the planet, and that impacts you. So you want to move forward, but at the same time, you're being pulled back, and you're also being pulled back into the what ifs, like what you didn't see before that you see now, what you know now that you didn't know then, all of those things are intertwined. So what I would say about this relationship is this. I would say this is brand new. And what is going to happen is you're going to experience the past impacting your present experience. So be as present as you can and take it slow so that you can be vulnerable without putting yourself in a position of being hurt. I think... The energy feels to me very new and fresh. And I feel like, not that it's a rebound, because I think there's potential for this to go long term. I do feel that energy, but it feels a rebound in the sense that it does feel like this is the first time you're going to be stepping out there from the marriage that you were in for so long. And so be gentle with yourself, go slow. And if things come up emotionally, like it's okay. Like that's part of the process. And this is you exploring new territory.
1: So that's what I see for you, Sarah. I love that. That's yeah. yeah. All right. Sherry wanted to know what she should focus on this week. And I love this week for you. Buckle up. Um, so, what you should focus on this week, you got the reward, celebrate your magnificence. So, already that's some awesome. I'm going to read from that in a minute, but that's some awesome energy going behind you. And you got wands. Right. So we've already talked about how that's a lot of momentum, a lot of positive speed moving forward with your projects, with your passions, with your intentions, really just getting them out there, even if it's just communicating what they are and communicating your plan to other people. People might be more receptive of helping you get the ball rolling this week. And then you also got the two of pentacles. So it's going to be it could be a little bit of a maneuver when it comes to time management. That you're going to want to be balancing the line between taking care of your business and taking care of yourself and taking care of your relationships. Um, that you don't, you, you know, you don't want to get out of whack, but you might have to be a little bit more of a mindful juggle than usual. You know, you can try to have some fun with it, but you're going to have to pay attention um, to your time this week. Otherwise, especially with this Eight of Wands energy, with the speed rushing through this week it could just, the week could get away from you if you're not careful. So allowing the two of pentacles to be just a little bit more grounding and saying, okay, you know, we can play with it like it's a juggle, but we're going to be a little bit more mindful with our time and energy this week because of course, you know, we only have a finite uh, amount of physical energy, right? And so the reward card, the mantra is I allow myself to feel the joy of having arrived at this moment in my life. And so it says, congratulations, you have a life worth, You've suited up, shown up, did your heroic best, and lo and behold, hear the trumpets. You have entered the reward phase of your journey. You've accomplished the seemingly impossible. This is a moment to stop and drop to your knees in gratitude for who you've become, what you've accomplished, and the blessings you can now share with the world. You might find it challenging to receive your reward, but it is important that you do, even if only for a moment. The reward becomes easier to accept once you realize that the more you take in, the more you will have to give. Breathe this in, soak it up, let its splendor fill you, radiate through you and elevate your awareness so you can have even more blessings to share with the world. So having all of this really strong energy going on this week. And I love that you know when you're looking at the colors of everything that's going on, you've got a lot of both like root chakra colors and then sacral chakra colors. So you're gonna wanna be leaning into this creativity, leaning into your belief in your power to create. Um, and really allowing that to propel you forward here and while staying grounded. And I think that's really what's going to, to bring you a lot of the potential of the energy in this week. And yeah, I think it's going to be really exciting. Just putting yourself out there, allowing people to, to really talk about how awesome you are because Sherry's awesome, everybody. Um, and receiving those compliments and, and being grateful because it's really, you, you've got a lot of momentum behind you this week, Sherry
0: yeah. So
1: awesome. Just get yourself out there.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it. Well, and you guys were already at an hour, if you can believe it. I think we each do one more. I know yeah. it's so crazy. So Marlena and I are going to figure out how to do this more often and or longer or something. So don't, don't stress and don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also recommend, you know, pop over into the Ajatakasha app for sure. And Get into the Tarot team Tarot group and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody reads each other. Ugh, if I could talk, everyone reads each other in there. And Marlena and I are active in there. So you guys can pop in there too. And we'll check you out in there. Um, we'll do one more. I know I've got um, a couple announcements at the end and then we'll talk about what you've got going on, Marlena, too. So um, Michelle Crayon said, hi from Las Vegas, which hi, Michelle, you've been single your whole life and don't want to be totally get that. Um, so the card I pulled for you is Caridwyn. And mm. this is interesting because Caridwyn is a Welsh goddess and she's the keeper of the cauldron, which I love. Mm. That's insane. And it's a really weird story. Her story is really weird. I would go look it up because Caridwyn has quite a story, but she's about victory from an unexpected event. And she's also, her message is about, you know, when you when you feel like you're there's no hope in sight or you're going in the wrong direction, something unexpected happens that changes it all. Okay. But it also is about trying to control the outcome because Carodwin is a sorceress, right? And she actually put this spell on this boy and it totally backfired on her because she was trying to control something. She's trying to create something that she shouldn't. So, I'm just going to tune in for you because there's a lot of messages in there, right? About something unexpected happening, but also not trying to control everything. And when I look at the card, too, you know, what I feel for you, Michelle, is first off, I don't think you have to be single for your whole life. I do think that you can find a partner, but I think it's about opening yourself beyond whatever it is that you think you want and however it is you think you're going to get it. It's like really expand yourself. And for some reason I feel like you want to expand out of state. Like it feels like go beyond where you're at right now. And I also feel like there is this, you know, even though we talk about trying not to control things, there is this energy of magic with this too, you know, really light a red candle, right? Light a red candle, you know, put, put red roses in your bedroom, create that romantic magic and really call your partner in. And if you are like on a dating site or something like that, it feels like expand your filters. It's like go beyond your expectations to really open yourself up. And then the last thing I'll say is I do feel there is control energy in your sacral chakra. So I would look at who owns your sexual space. Because it's usually one parent. It's usually a mom or dad that owns your sexual space and that is really some in an energetic form trying to control who you're with. And if you can release, look at and release that control energy, and it feels like mom to me, but, you know, check in with yourself. But if you can release that energy of the parent and take ownership of your own sexual space, you can actually see a huge shift in relationships. And a tantric practice, to get a little sexual in here, I guess, but a tantric practice is if you are taking care of yourself, you can actually visualize while you're doing that, blowing out other people's energy from that space and really owning your own womb space. And that practice will put you in a position of self-empowerment in your sexual space, which will also open you up to different partnerships. So just a little hint there. Do that. Light a red candle. Spend some time with yourself. Blow out that energy. I think it would make a huge difference.
1: Love that. I love that. Oh, okay. So Grand Rising. Um, I wanted to make sure I, I got to their question. Um yeah they experienced some rejection recently. And I think you, you really got some interesting cards going on here. I, I pulled, I'm, I'll go through really quickly. But um, I do think that, that that was the right thing to happen. And your messages are pretty clear um, for the advice moving forward. And first of all, it's it's to be giving yourself that divine hug, really. What would your higher self do? And the the subtext says, you are divinity in blue jeans. So don't let this experience, even though I'm sure it it was heartbreaking and like you said, it was unexpected. um, Don't let this rejection make you think any less of yourself. Because I think what's really important for people to realize is that rejection is not about you. It's about whether or not the two of you are compatible, whether or not the two of you are like the relationship itself would work. It's not about you as a person, right? it's really whether or not you would click um, together energetically, whether you're on the same page with a lot of different things. It's not saying you're not good enough. It's just much more of this is not for you. This this situation is not for either of you. It's not just about you. And so really reminding yourself, um, the mantra is I trust the wisdom of my higher self and follow it step by step toward higher ground. So really just slow down and allow yourself to to feel the presence of the divine around you like you're not you're not alone even though you can feel very lonely if you've been rejected you're not alone um so the message is from a quantum field perspective there's only one of us here your guides inner and outer are all part of the sea of brilliance in which you swim you are drenched with higher guidance and if you choose you can trust it to lead you to your own wisdom ralph waldo emerson said every man is a divinity in disguise a god playing the fool And Rumi said, I have been a seeker and I still am, but I stopped asking the books and the stars. I started listening to the teaching of my soul. In other words, the sum total of all the outward guidance in the world doesn't hold a candle to the wisdom of the guiding force within you. Remember, you're at one with the one. Open your heart to the divine within you and open your journal. Grab a pen and allow your inner wisdom to pour through. When you open your mouth to speak, allow this higher perspective to express through you. And I think it's really interesting that the advice there was to open your heart to the divine within you because the other card you got was the Ace of Cups. And look at that imagery. Look at that imagery. You know, it's over her heart. And so really big, big thing here, allowing yourself, don't let this harden your heart. Don't let this rejection hurt you to the point where you're like, I'm just not going to be vulnerable anymore. Because that's not the lesson here. Still allow your heart to still be soft. Be soft. Be sensitive. Feel. And really lean into those feelings, but channel them toward yourself or or more divine purposes instead of focusing them all on somebody else. And the advice also continues to say, I don't think that I would wait this one out. Don't put yourself on hold for this person. Um, not that they're a bad person. I'm not saying that they're a bad person. But this definitely would not be the advice to say, well, just you know, stick it out and maybe he'll change his mind six months from now. We don't, we don't need to, we don't need to do that. No, no. Um, we're going to continue with our life and still learning the lesson. The interesting thing about this card is like, you see that she's upside down, but she's learning from what she sees from this perspective. So still learn from this, but don't, don't pressure yourself to live in this space. Don't live in a waiting space. That's not necessary for your journey and then again when I was talking about rejection sometimes not being about you as an individual but being about whether or not you're compatible you got the ace of cups right I showed you that and I pulled a couple because I was curious about what was going on with this unexpected situation unexpected rejection and he had the ace of pentacles reversed and I think it's really interesting that both of you had aces right because this was also about potential beginnings and with him He's, he just, he's not interested in starting anything new. And like, it really might not even be about you. He just doesn't, he's not into that right now. He might still be, you know, sowing his wild oats, or if it's a midlife thing, he might be wanting to sow his wild oats again, but it's just his, your intentions are not in the same place. So even if you had been able to convince him to try it, your, your mind isn't in the right place and someone would have ended up getting hurt. So that's good. And also the other card I pulled for him was the devil. And again, that's not to say that he's a bad person. But it's just to say that the the control dynamic in the relationship would not have been equal. It wouldn't have been level. You might have been finding yourself feeling very influenced by what does he want to do? What does he want to do? And just allowing him to kind of decide, even if he's not um, outwardly controlling, sometimes we kind of hand our power over to other people, especially with the devil card, where it's like we just decide we're going to make sacrifices. And so... In a way, it's really good that this isn't necessarily the relationship that you're getting into because it allows you that time to lean into your own divinity, to recognize your own divinity if you've never been in this space before and prioritize that and your personal journey instead of being in a position where you're prioritizing someone else's who already has their foot halfway out the door. Because like I said, right now, I don't even think he's in relationship space. Um, So I hope that that can help you feel better. And remember this, this big, big, big message is don't let it harden your heart. Still stay open, still stay loving and 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 gentle and feeling, okay? Um, just because this guy isn't the one doesn't mean that there isn't someone for you. All right. Um, Barbarella, we're doing, well, we were doing readings, but that was the last one. We do them um, the third Tuesday of every month, but I think Lisa's about to make a, an announcement about that. But yeah, we're wrapping up now, Barbarella.
0: Sorry, yep. We love you guys so much, and we couldn't even get to everyone today. And so, yeah, we're, we're making some scheduling adjustments. But um, that said, I think we're going to – Marlena and I want to make Grow Tuesdays work as often as we can. So just stay tuned to the live stream schedule on YouTube. And in the meantime, I welcome you to join Team Tarot over in the Ajatakasa app. Um, that app is on the web. It's on Google Play Store and it's on the App Store for Apple as well. So um, it's a free community. Come on in and join us. And then I do want to announce for those of you who want to learn how to read Tarot, I teach divination classes twice a month and tonight is the next divination class there is a time change for everybody who's already scheduled so it's at 5 p.m mountain time not six so 5 p.m mountain time every other tuesday and tonight we are going through we're actually going through the major arcana right now um so tonight we're going through numbers 8 through 15. it's a one-hour class If you're interested in dropping in, it's a $20 drop-in to come and learn. And you can just visit my website, lisamgunshore.com. Go to events. My entire schedule is there. And all of the divination classes, the syllabus is planned out for all of this year, 2021. So you can look forward and ahead to all of the different things that we learn. We do everything, but we do um, dive into Tarot every month or two um, and just continue to learn and and deepen our understanding. There's also um, a handful of classes free under the Institute in the app. So if you go to Institute in the menu bar, you'll see divination classes. I have seven or eight in there that are free to you. um, And then the premium groups have even more. Um, So just sharing if you're interested in coming in and checking out our divination class, I highly recommend it. And we're gonna do Major Arcana 8 through 15 tonight. So um, it's really fun. We go through each of the cards and really talk about how to read them. We'll be doing um, Tarot spreads and things later in the year. So we're just going through the deck right now and really learning and understanding. So just sharing that with all of you. I also want to share we have Erin Abke on tomorrow. I'm really excited about that yeah. mountain time. So that's really fabulous. And we have three shows on Thursday. Um, so those are my announcements. What about you, Marlena? What do you have going on?
1: Um, well, anybody who didn't get a reading today that wants a reading, I am on Etsy and I do same day readings for you. So um, you could just go on there, order your readings. I do spirit guide and angel readings. I do romantic road ahead, general road ahead, past life, ancestor. Uh, my shop is Islandwise Tarot on Etsy. Um, so if you'd like to do that and you didn't get your question answered today, then you can always head over there and I'm, I'm always ready to help. Or if you want a live zoom reading, um, you can go to my website, islandwisetarot.com slash book hyphen me. Yeah. So that's, that's all I have to to say today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I really, I love tarot Tuesday. I can't help.
0: I always walk away with my cheeks hurting just because I'm, I just love being here with everybody. gosh me too and don't forget to subscribe to buddhist biohacker and subscribe to is it marlena hyphen island wise is that correct on
1: youtube yeah yes
0: so don't forget to subscribe and like and all those fun things as well and um we both have our live streams up and scheduled so you'll know when to expect us next and, and we'll be adding some things to the schedule too so thank you marlena i love you so much this is always thank so good you. thank you to yeah, everyone Have an amazing, amazing day.
1: Bye.
0: Bye.